Hey, it's Lisa Ann here. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the More Than Social podcast. I'm a digital marketing expert, self-development junkie, and your go-to for all things marketing, ads, and automation. I'm so excited that you popped by to hang out with me today, so let's dive right into the topic. All right, welcome back to another interview episode. To be completely honest with you, this interview that you're about to listen to is mind-blowing. There is so, so, so much that you are going to take away from this episode, and it's because we have this incredible coach, and get what? This coach focuses on having a business life blend. What does a business life blend actually mean? You know what she told me? She said, drop the balance and start focusing on a blend. Seriously, if you don't even know what I'm talking about right now, you are going to really enjoy this episode, especially if you are hustling. If you are someone that has that go, go, go mentality, if you are someone who is constantly burning out, if you are someone who is trying to wear all the hats to manage all the different things between life and business, this one is seriously for you. Don't let yourself get to a point where you let whatever priority for you is slide because you deserve more. Deanna mentioned that every single person has a gift and I truly, truly, truly from the bottom of my heart believe that every single one of us has a gift. It's just a matter of determining how to find it and actually how to show up and how to have that blended lifestyle in order to be able to have every single thing that you want out of life, out of business, out of wellness, out of anything that makes you happy. So without further ado, let me introduce you to Deanna. All right. Welcome, Deanna. Welcome to the More Than Social podcast. I'm super excited to have you here. Awesome. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. And I know that we have a lot to dive into today. And there's a few things that I want to make sure that we touch on. But before we do that, why don't you give our listeners today an insight on who you are, what you do, and even how you got to where you are today? Okay, awesome. Thank you. Um, So my name is Deanna. I am I identify myself as a business life blend coach and a fitness educator and fitness professional. So all of those roles have really been a compilation of the last 25 years of my career in health, wellness, coaching, personal development, and, you know, continuing to see how we take on all of these roles, we have all of these things to do. And we want to make sure that we're able to manage and maintain our wellness throughout all of it. So, you know, all of the experiences through all of that really brought me to a place of saying, okay, I see folks going after big goals and I see them losing their wellness. So how can we bring those things together, right? How can we achieve our big goals that we're after, but still stay really well through the process, right? And that's kind of where in the fit, working in the fitness field, it was amazing and it still is amazing. And what I found was I could help folks in the, you know, physical side, make a program, help them reach those goals. But they'd be chatting about other challenges in their life. And I thought, gosh, I don't know how, how can I help them with that? Because their challenges in their business, in their relationship, that's getting in the way of their fitness goals. So what am I going to do? And that's really what drew me, drew me into coaching, right? And that's where I thought, okay, this is actually bigger to get to this goal. We actually have to make sure we consider all areas of wellness. And so that's sort of where things began to blossom into the, you know, wellness, business, entrepreneur space and how to blend those things together to make sure that we have our wellness and get all after all the things we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely something like I feel like as soon as that big business goal comes or something, fitness is the first thing that people let go. But 
in my opinion, it's actually the last thing they should let go because it's the one thing that's going to keep you productive. And I'm sure we can go way in depth with that. (laughs) But what does that really look like? So business life blend coach, what does even a business life blend lifestyle look like for people? And really as an entrepreneur, so we're always go, go, go. We always have these big goals. Is it even possible to actually have a good blend? Which is such an interesting question, right? We already have a blend everybody does, or else we wouldn't do the things, right? So we have a blend, but is it actually working for you? And as you've actually just touched on, right? Are you able to still be well through the process? And I know, you know, with the entrepreneurial spirit, it was always something that I would move through and obtain a big goal. And I get there and I think, gosh, but now I need like, I feel like a month off because holy moly, I'm totally burnt out. And there's got to be a better way. That's always the thing that was sitting in my head. There's got to be a better way. And so what that would drive me to is then to say, all right, I have this process, I'm doing this thing, I'm going to need to do that again. So I've got to create a system. So I started making systems for all the things because in addition to, you know, my career, I've got two human children, I've got two fur babies, I was volunteering, all of those things, right. And I kept thinking, my gosh, how can I actually make this easier and be able to deal with those crises that come up? So it was through that process of just creating a system, something would happen. And I'd be like, Oh, I didn't do that very well. That didn't turn out the way I wanted. So how can I do it again better? And so those were the systems that I just started to put into place in my own life. And then when I launched my coaching business, right before COVID and had to sort of pivot all those things, which we all did, my clients kept asking me, well, how do you manage your time for that? And how do you respond to this crisis? And how do you and I thought, holy moly, this is actually what I've been doing. And isn't it interesting when we land in the place where we're meant to be. This is actually what I've been doing for myself. And I have 25 years of wellness experience and coaching experience. I need to create an actionable actionable system that folks can go, ah, okay, this is my time management plan. This is my crisis response plan. This is how I really look into my priorities because that's the root of everything, right? This is how I identify my priorities. Um, And bringing all those things together to make sure that they can make those goals, right? Achieve those goals. And so it's, it's definitely something that again, I'm not perfect. Gosh, none of us are perfect. This has come from trial and error of me going, oh, I'm going to do this big thing. Then I burn out and go, (laughs) so what can I do differently? Right. And that trial and error is really what I brought forward to help folks, you know, move forward in their own. And I still use it myself. I use all of the systems I've created. Amazing. So do you have like individual systems for what's happening within everyone's life? So you have like a time management one, you have a crisis one, or do you focus more on a holistic system or blend of systems? Yes. Yes. And yes. How's that for a fuzzy answer? (laughs) So there are six of them that I really find are key. So the first one is priorities, as I said, because if you don't actually know what you're after and then you don't know what to say yes and no to. And second is wellness, then time management, then business growth. And then we talk about crisis response and then building your dream team because people try to do it on their own newsflash, nobody does it on their own, we've got to have something, right? So there are six systems that sometimes and it's all about whatever my client needs, right? And I I have the business life blend, because sometimes we start talking about business coaching stuff. And it's actually a life issue that's in the way and vice versa. So we shift between what they need. Sometimes folks are really strong in five of the areas, but area number six, for example, needs help. So in that case, I would absolutely focus, of course, on what the client needs. But what I have found is without 
it's it's like a little it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? If without the base, we can't go to the next one. Without that one, we can't go to the next one. Or we can't go to the next one as successfully as we want, right? Because again, we're blending it, but are we are we good with what we've got going on? So I actually like the course that I run is actually the six systems, one builds on the next, builds on the next, builds on the next, because we really need that because each system we look at, we're like, oh, when I go into crisis planning, I actually have to pull out my priority list and I have to pull out my time management plan because those are all interconnected. Right. So, yeah, yeah, so it, it is connected. And sometimes I pull apart depending on what a client would need. Amazing. So like, would people mostly come to you to start for the fitness side of things? And then it kind of goes into the whole like everything that kind of intertwines with it or are people coming to you because they're lacking time management or they don't know what direction to do or they're feeling burnt out like at what stage do they come and work with you yeah so uh, another good question when i have folks that i connect with in the entrepreneurial space um, i tend to work with women like you know in their 40s that are a bit newer to the entrepreneurial game and they're like holy moly i have like how do i post on social media how do i automate that and i'm well, then you need to go and watch Lisa Ann's podcast. That's actually <laughs> for that. So sometimes it's the entrepreneurs that are just kind of getting off the ground that reach out. And because I still do a lot of fitness education, I still train personal trainers and group fitness instructors. And so sometimes people will connect with me that way. And then they say, gosh, I'm certified, but now how do I launch my fitness business? So then I help them in that process. So it's really kind of two camps, right? It's the one fitness side of things, helping fitness pros kind of get rolling and keep rolling through these really tricky times. And it's also, you know, those newer entrepreneurs that I've connected with and a lot of people sort of in my community, right? The smaller businesses, because we're all trying to support one another and they're looking for a way to maintain their wellness through, again, another tricky time. So there's kind of two starting points, right? They're either a fitness pro or almost a fitness pro, or they're currently an entrepreneur and they're, they're struggling. They're struggling with out how to actually move forward with things. Amazing, amazing, cool. Okay, I wanted to clarify that because I really love how you say business life blend because a lot of people, they're always like, well, you need a work-life balance. You need to have this, you need to have this. But it's like, as an entrepreneur, sure, like this is my life. This is what I love to do. This is like, it's hard to have that work-life balance when your work is your life. Like there's always that small line. So for the people who feel like that and they feel like, is it even possible to have that work-life balance? What would you say that it really takes to find that balance? Is it discovering where you're currently at or discovering those systems or what would it really take? So I think, first of all, one of the pieces I always invite people to consider is to replace balance with blend. Because balance, like if we think of a scale then it takes, what, a feather perhaps to drop on one side of those things and throw everything off kilter. And we are so much stronger than that. So I remove the balance because folks, first of all, are amazing. Like that is one of my core beliefs that people are amazing. They're doing the best they can and they can do better is one of the pieces that we start with, right? To go, I am actually capable of this. That's the one of the, there's a lot of mindset work throughout too, because in wellness, you know, I work with a lot of women and they're like, oh, I have kids. So who am I to maintain my wellness? Who am I to take time for your whatever, right? And I think, holy moly. And I mean, I fall into the same trap, right? We, physician, heal thyself, right? We we do the things because we've gone through the struggles, right? And so it is something to really say, yes, get really aware with yourself. That's one of the pieces to start with. Where are you wasting your time? Like if we don't have that self-awareness, we won't actualize as we want, right? So for me, one of the pieces blended into week one, we talk about priorities and setting boundaries is in there too. And I may 
almost reformed, I hope, people pleaser and was like, no, I have to do all the things. I have to keep everybody happy. I have to make sure nobody's upset. I have to like, that's exhausting. Right. And so that piece of making sure your boundaries are really um, solid, right. Can, can really help folks to, to really get started with the process. So removing the balance idea, moving in the blend idea, talking about the priorities first. And one of the things people often will say is, you know, my, my family or, you know, whoever is your, your most important, they're my priority. And so what they confuse is to say, that means all of the time needs to be spent. So if I spend eight hours on my business, I have to spend eight hours on my family. Well, that's not the case because your family doesn't need you for eight hours. I have teenagers. <laughs> they don't want me for eight minutes, right? <laughs> it's about making sure, again, we can blend to say, these are my priorities right now. Ah, if something happens, a kid gets sick, a whatever the case is, well, then you know what? I have a crisis response plan that makes me go. And I love that I, you know, I say to folks in crisis, right? What's the now, never next? What do you have to do right now? What do you actually realize you don't ever have to do? So what's the never? And then what do you have to do next? And we rearrange really quickly to say, ah, oh, that freed me up to go and be and, and serve who I want to serve and be where I want to be, actually. Right. Mm-hmm. So it is that piece of really saying, like, it's possible and it takes work. And so it takes the mindset shift that you are worth that, that you will be a better leader or business person, parent, dog parent, whatever. Right. You'll be a better person if you actually will prioritize you and your systems, draw your boundaries and then say, okay, and here's what I can do for you to really make sure that people really believe in that, right? Because we are Mm -hmm. so down on ourselves, right? We're so down on ourselves to say, oh, this is going to decimate me or this is going to, you know, let's really think about that. It's going to be hard, but you're able, you're able to do that, right? So get really real with your priorities, have that self-awareness of what are the things you're not actually doing and take action and get moving consistently. I just actually put out a post uh, recently about consistency, right? That's one of mm-hmm. the pieces that's missing from business growth, fitness growth, whatever, is being consistent in the the efforts that you're making, right? So yeah. Yeah. So out of curiosity, so consistency is key in anything that you do in life. So what do you feel like is the biggest struggle that people have from a consistency, consistency standpoint? Is it because they're overworked? Or is it because they're burnt out? Or is it because lack of direction? Like, what do you feel like is happening? Mm, the biggest reason, you know, <laughs> this is going to sound a little bit negative, but again, it's based on the last 25 years is that inherently we as humans are often lazy people. <laughs> We're often looking for the easy way out. We're often looking for the, you know, and I don't, you know, that's the way as, you know, primitive pe- beings, we would conserve our energy to survive. So I don't mean it in a, like a nasty kind of way. Mm-hmm hashtag kindness wins, right? Always, always. But I want to get people to think about like, what are you, where are you wasting time? Are you binging? I got nothing against Netflix. I have also binged on Netflix, but are you wasting time there when you could actually be doing something to grow your business? Right. Mm -hmm. And what is the story that you're telling yourself? Because that's what you're going to live. So if you're saying, Hey, I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to post on social media today, or I don't have time to make that call back to a potential client. Well, guess what? Then you're not going to have time, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever the story is that you're telling yourself is the thing that, that happens. It take takes work. And I think that's one of the pieces too. You know, I often hear folks say, gosh, look at the rock and I want to be as fit as him. And I think, well, are you willing to do what he does? Like, 
I don't, I don't know. Maybe it's all fluff, but I really think that at midnight when he's posting that he's in the gym, I think he's actually really in the gym at midnight. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's the piece. I think that self um, awareness is key and it's hard. It's hard to call ourselves out and say, Oh, I'm being kind of lazy, but say it with love, be kind to yourself because if you let yourself stay in the lazy spot, whatever that might look like, you're not going to get to your goals. And if that's what you really want, then we need to shift. And like, I know the coach I've worked with for many years, you know, he often will say like, do you need to adjust the effort or do you need to adjust the goal? Hmm. And with kindness, I often will remind myself of that. You know, I, I support somebody that has a really unpredictable illness. So sometimes I have to adjust the goal because I can't adjust my effort because I need to pull back and go, you know what? I need to be here emotionally. I need to rest energy wise. I need to rest. So my goal has to adjust. That took me a long time to be like, because before it would be just like, no, I'm going to put in more effort. Well, you're spinning your wheels. You're going to get sick. And then you're even further behind. So I often will say to folks, like, what do you need to do in this moment? This last couple of years has been really hard. And if you need to adjust a goal for a little bit of time, that's okay. Mm -hmm. And if you can adjust your effort, awesome, let's do that. But if you can adjust your effort in a short time or in a way that's not going to sacrifice your health, then great. But maybe, you know, there's, there's that play and there's no one way. I think that's the piece, right? People will say, oh, this is the diet you have to be on. I'm not a diet person, by the way, but this is the thing you have to do. This is the, you know, well, there's no one way. There's one way for each person, but it's exploring and letting yourself go. Okay. No, that's not really for me. Okay. That's not really for me. That didn't work. Getting the stuff out of the way that's not for us is as important as finding what is for us. Right. Mm -hmm. So letting yourself go through that journey, we're just simply too hard on ourselves, to be honest. (laughs) I agree. I agree. We're very hard on ourselves, but also we're very, we want things to happen yesterday. We don't want to wait. We don't like, we're very impatient type of people, which pros and cons for sure. But from a con standpoint, I think you said it right is not following that one set structure that every single person says you have to follow. I always say you got to roll with the punches, you have to kind of take things as they come, but also recognize what's going to work for you, what's not going to work for you and be okay with it. If something's going to work for me, and it doesn't work for you, that's totally okay. Let's find what is going to work for you. Totally. A hundred percent. And I think it's also so important for us. We, we have to have a starting point, right? So when somebody's like, well, Deanna just said there's no one way, but she's going to show me this way. <laughs> well, I am because you got to have somewhere to begin. Mm-hmm. And so we, you know, we would go through a, a model and say, okay, these are the things I'll build. Then we have to test it. That's the consistency piece, right? When people are like, well, I tried that yesterday. It's like when a little kid tries new food and they're like, oh, I don't like that. Well, of course you didn't like that. You've got to try it. I don't know what the number is a dozen times or whatever before you actually decide. And that's the same thing, right? When we're trying something, let's put our consistent effort into it, create a goal of maybe saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing for three months and then I'll take those numbers and I'll find out what happened. And that's where I can figure out where the tweak, uh, what to tweak, mm-hmm. because sometimes we, we, we do it. We go all in for a week and then we're like, oh, that, that didn't work right? Well, of course it didn't work because you're still trying to figure out what page, whatever is on, right? And so it's kind of that piece of saying, give yourself the time. And yes, you got to put in that consistent effort or it's not going to happen. That's again, that self-awareness piece. 
Yeah, yeah. I think people don't realize how hard it actually is to be able to find that balance with life. Or sorry, that blend of life. Yeah. Because <laughs> even with like working out, so I've done bikini competitions and you're in the gym for three hours. You're going there three times a day. Like it does take a lot of work, but people they just want to have the abs. They want to have that overall look, but they don't understand the work. Same thing with business people. So online marketing and people expect to post on social media and be rich overnight. I'm sorry, but that's not going to happen. It's literally the same thing with every single thing that you do in life. Find that plan that's going to work for you, but also realize nothing's going to happen overnight. Nothing's going to be easy. But if you put in that consistent effort, that's when you're going to get those results. So my audience is very, very active. They are people who like to implement things. So if someone is listening to us right now and they're thinking, you know what, I, I'm i feeling like I don't have that blend and I feel like I need to start looking inward, be more self-aware or whatever the case may be for them, what would be that one thing that someone can do right now as they're listening to us to realize, one, how to get into that blend or maybe realize, hey, I'm not even in that blend lifestyle that I should be? Yeah. So first of all, to realize that we need it is to think, how do you feel during your day? Do you feel like this, like you're in crisis all the time and you're putting out fires? That's where we need a blend. I worked in not-for-profit for 20 years and that's what I felt, constant putting out fires. And I said, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm not going to put out fires all day anymore. And, <laughs> and then I became an entrepreneur. What the heck? <laughs> However... You know, it's about really being, again, aware of saying, well, yes, I'm going to have to put out those fires, but I've got really great strategies to do that. Mm-hmm. So the piece that I really invite people to start with, uh, drill down on your priorities. What is the thing? And I say thing, priority used to be a singular word, yes. And then we probably can, we'll, we'll, we'll blame, you know, our, our kind of go-go uh, lifestyle, right? Is just <laughs> all of a sudden you have all these priorities, And you're like, and I'll say to people, what are your priorities? And they make a list. And I say, no, you have a to-do list. That's not a priority (laughs) list, right? And those things are different. We need to ask hard questions to say, what is the thing that you're after? And one of the one of the books I love, of course, is The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I always sit in my head, in the back of my mind of when you're going after your one thing, other things will be chaotic. So when I'm working on this business course launch or whatever the case is, you know what, my house is going to be a mess. Or, you know, I won't be able to, I don't know, walk with a friend this day, I'll have to wait till next week or whatever the case is, right? Allow yourself, give your permission, yourself permission to let other things go. That's the other piece, right? Let other things go while you're really drilling down. So make sure you're clear on your priorities. If you don't know what your priorities are right now, open your calendar, look at what you've been after (laughs) and what you've been doing. Those are your priorities. Mm-hmm. You want those to be your priorities? Because most people will say, well, my family. And then I go, really? Because you're spending 80 hours a week on your business. That doesn't tell me your priority is your family. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know judgment, but that doesn't seem to be an alignment. So what is the priority, which will help you begin to know what to say yes to, what to say no to, and be able to move forward with inserting time for your own wellness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see there's definitely needs to be some organization on that side of things. But definitely that first step of just getting clear on what what that effort or where that effort is going to be put. Amazing. 
Amazing. I am, I'm a big organizer. I'm a big priority girl. I'm, I had a to-do list in my past and I try to avoid to-do list now and I focus on my top three priorities. I learned that from Michael Hyatt actually. And you know what, actually, while you're speaking, Rachel Hollis, she has a great way that she describes how to even achieve a goal. And I liked it because it relates to the fitness industry too, but it's like a marathon. If you're running a marathon, the very first day that you're trying to run a marathon, you're not going to run the full distance. You're going to break it down into the small chunks. Same thing with your goals and your priority list. Just figure out what is that big thing that you want to accomplish and then maybe work with someone like Deanna to figure out how to actually accomplish it. A hundred percent. And it's a great piece of, you know, I use a lot of, and we are speaking the same language because I use a lot of fitness analogies because that's really where it came from. And I was a former athlete, you know, in a, in a former life and programming is periodized. It means our athletes, right? And if you've done a bikini competition, you're spot on with that, right? You build, you build, you increase the intensity, the volume, and then you rest and you build and you build and you build and you and our athletes do that and when we say hey would you expect an athlete to put in the same amount of effort 365 days a year and people would say no well why do you expect that of yourself build in and one of the other pieces i can't remember what book it was from so it's not from me it's from a book but i don't remember which one talked first about actually it might have been the one thing talk first about plugging in your rest time first mm-hmm. plug in your personal time, your family time, whatever that is for you first, and then put your business stuff in. And I was like, what? (laughs) But it was a great piece of saying, hey, that's the stuff that's going to fill your soul and allow you to serve in whatever way in a better way. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was a really interesting sort of flip on the typical, you know, we put in the work, we the rest is an afterthought, we maybe flip that and see and uh, think about that periodization that athletes use. Yeah, absolutely. I even had so a coach, I think this must have been going back like five years ago now. I would always wake up first thing in the morning, even before I worked out, did anything for me. I'm on my emails. I'm doing client work right off the bat. And they're like, why are you focusing on your clients first before yourself? For me at that point in time, my mindset was, well, if I get everything else done first, then I could actually enjoy doing stuff for me. Totally backwards, totally backwards. As soon as I flipped that, it was okay. I focused on me first, and now I'm able to show up in a different way and get the things done that I needed to get done. Yeah, no, that's awesome. But you know, we don't know that when our mindset is so stuck, we're like, no, this is the way, this is the only way, right? And so it's also being willing to try it a different way. Yeah, easier said than done for sure, but worth it, needed, definitely needed. But honestly, Deanna, you have given a lot, a lot of value so far. If our listeners want to reach out to you, connect with you, where can they find you online? And actually, what are you working on right now? Um, so they can find me, my website's probably easiest, DeannaLangfordCoaching.com. The Business Life Blend Success Course is really what um, is the thing that I'm, you know, working on and working through with folks. So it's a six week, it's on Zoom, of course, six week program where I do some group coaching. We have time to do our homework in class <laughs> because uh, I know we're so busy. Um, and I, you know, work also one-on-one with folks sort of in that process. So it's just amazing to, I really believe everybody has like these amazing gifts that they're holding back on because they're scared, because they don't know how, because they, and so it's amazing to see. And I can see through your work too, you know, when you have clients that are just getting out there and doing the thing and changing lives because we've just given them that gentle little nudge to say, no, you can do it. Right. And here's how. So yeah, I think it's, it's awesome. Amazing. Yeah. And honestly, you said it right. Everyone does have a gift. It's just a matter of finding it and being comfortable enough to show up and share that gift with the world too. 
Amazing. So I have one last question for you. And since you listen to the podcast, I'm sure you know what's coming. I always end my interviews off asking, what is the one biggest piece of advice that you can give to fellow entrepreneurs? Mm -hmm. I think that is it. What we were just saying, take action in spite of your fear, because you are stronger and smarter and more skilled than you were giving yourselves credit for. And people are missing out on your gifts. So just do it. I don't mean to sound like a Nike ad, but just do it for heaven's sake. <laughs> Amazing. I love that. And I, was, I couldn't agree more. Just do it. We're both fitness freaks, but yeah. just do it kind of fits <laughs> into with our, our conversation too. So honestly, for any single person who is listening, I know that you got a lot of value out of this. I did ask that one question of what you can actually do right this second from Deanna to figure out if you are having that blend lifestyle, not the balanced lifestyle, but the blend. But of course, if you guys need anything, if you need, if you have questions, if you need that little nudge, I will link Deanna's um, website below as well as her social media, but make sure that you share this on social media. Let us know that you guys are listening. Tag Deanna and I, that way we do know that you're listening and be sure to connect with us. Tell us what you loved most about this episode, but also I'm very curious, what motivated you the most? That's something that I'm very curious about because this conversation seriously motivated me to make sure that I have that blended lifestyle, which maybe I don't, maybe I don't have that full blend, but honestly, Deanna, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of times a million. That was amazing. I really, really appreciate you having you or sorry, having you on here. And I think we have a few more questions that I think I'll have to bring you back on to, to answer those questions. Cause there's a lot that we can talk about. <laughs> That's awesome. And thank you for having me. It's been, uh, it's been great. Of course. Thanks Deanna. Thank you so much for hanging out with me on this episode. I am so grateful that you show up each and every week. I hope these tips and tricks have brought you some new ideas and new inspiration for your business. If you love this conversation, let me hear it. Leave us a rating and review on the More Than Social podcast and be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share it with someone who you know needs this message and together let's make an impact and let's make a business that we love. I'll see you next week. Thank you.